G'day Greyhound fans, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to what promises to be an absolutely massive edition of our Behind the Boxes podcast. This week, of course, Saturday night, sees the culmination of the 2022 Ladbrokes Golden Easter Egg Carnival at Wentworth Park. Sensational support card to the main event. As my old mate, Timmy the Battler Newbold joins us. Hey, Timmy, we are being treated to some champagne greyhound racing at the moment. Yeah, g'day, Duke. What a time to be alive. Golden Easter Egg final night. Only a few nights away. We've got the MDC well underway. Uh, quality greyhound racing all the way through New South Wales at the moment. I can't wait to Saturday night. It's, it's one of my favourite nights of greyhound racing in this country. Uh, I love the program with all the, all the big finals coming together on the one night. Doesn't the egg promise to be, to be a beauty? What a high-speed race. Uh, hasn't the box draw blown it wide apart? wouldn't say wide apart, but has blown it apart for mine. And the Association Cup, well, the 10s on favourite. Zipping Kansas went down the boom greyhound. Can he bounce back? Well, we'll find out on uh, Saturday night, Duke, but I can't wait for the action. I can't wait to get there. We're doing that special live stream, so uh, we'll be working hard, but can't wait. Yeah, we've got some big guests coming up this week. Uh, Andy Lord, uh, Jody Lord's partner, will be joining us uh, to chat about She's a Pearl and how the week has been for her. Jeff Britton, the trainer of Mapunga Ruby, who, of course, lowered the colours of Zipping Kansas in the heat of the Association Cup. He'll join us as well. And later, Battler, after you've left, I'm going to speak uh, to Tegan Grail, Regan Edgecombe from Broken Hill, uh, because we've got the big Broken Hill Cup meeting this Sunday, and I'm heading... Oh, yeah, no, of course you are. Of course, course I am. <laughs> oh, what did I junket king. It's only a junket if you're not on it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the I'll junket be working king. my little backside off. Don't you worry. Hey, listen, <laughs> talking about, there'll be a time for a drink later, uh, talking about the Million Dollar Chase. It kicked off last week. Uh, regional finals already on our agenda. Uh, as I said, it's Champagne Greyhound Racing. And look, they have suffered a little bit because mm. of our congested racing calendar. But nonetheless... Um, first, second and third from each of the regional finals, they get that golden ticket into the semi-finals of the Million Dollar Chase. It's a full-time job keeping up with all the action, Duke, around. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah. All, the, all of the tracks. But, yeah, no, really kicking uh, into gear this week with the big finals and the heats and a few of the other different tracks. Yeah, it is. It, it is a congested uh, program uh, this year uh, at this particular period. But, look, it, it's a one-off. We know why. Uh, hey, we've still got $2 million chases this year. It's being run. We only found that little uh, opportunity in the, the calendar to run it now. And, yeah, you're right, Duke. Uh, a few of those um, regional centres and regional tracks have, you know, their, their, their nominations haven't been uh, as strong in, in uh, as it has been in recent years, but we know the reasoning behind it with, the, you know, the Golden Easter Egg Carnival well, well underway here at Weddy Park. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to all of, the, uh, all of the finals when they roll around this weekend and the heats as well, Duke. Hey, listen, Battler, for all those people who pot us about our tips, although I did have a big one on Saturday night, uh, they get a chance to actually... Mm win some decent coin, $10,000 up for grabs in the MDC tipping competition. Go to mdctipping.com.au. It's a uh, tipping contest, very similar to uh, what you would normally participate in the NRL or AFL. You get a chance to show just how good you are. And as I said, 10 large up for grabs, Battler. It's, it's not small coin. I love this. I love this. How many times have we been potted by putters out there? Daily. <laughs> Daily, hourly, hourly, 
now it's your turn. Now it's your turn to show us how good you are. Um, I think it's a great, uh, great innovation. Uh, you know, we, we've seen in the other other sports, rugby league, AFL, the tipping comps, the fantasy leagues, all of that, uh, very popular, Duke. So, yeah, hopefully we can get a, a, a new uh, a new crowd, new demographic into uh, this tipping competition. As you said, good money up for grabs. And a few of those greyhound putters out there, I'd like to see them put their hand up and and tip as well as what they... Uh, tell us they do, yeah. Yes, tell Can us they do. you not tip that thing at $14? Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny, when I do the previews, if I don't actually agree with what our form expert has tipped, I always preface it by saying, our form expert has tipped, such and such. So I'm only the messenger. I'm only the messenger. mdctipping.com.au, your chance to win $10,000 through the Million Dollar Chase series. Battler, as I said, a massive night coming up on Saturday night. Ten events, absolute quality racing. We kick off with the Group 3 Magic Maiden final. Uh, zipping Novak's performance to win was enormous, but again, like so many zipping dogs, his box manners are very, very risky. Uh, simply limelight for Peter Rogers. It was outstanding, running 29.70. Sure was. And, and Jason Magri, trainer of Zipping Novak, has said in the press he has trialled around 29.80. So there's nothing between them on, on, on time-wise. They get fresh air. Uh, look, his win was outstanding. He, yeah, pulling away, then he found trouble. And if you took the skinny quote, you sold out at that point. But gee, he did get a nice run through the first turn and then then made good ground down the back straight. And an easy winner, really, in the end. He, he had the leader covered coming to the home turn. Simply limelight. Geez, he's a talent for Peter Rogers. He can uh, find a pretty good dog, Pete. And gee, uh, even reading uh, an article, he's got a huge rap on this greyhound. He was outstanding. Um, 29.70 overall. Bet at his previous time of 30 and 25. Just a bit of a tricky draw, Duke. Um, he, he's a bit touchy at box rise, but then he really gets mobile after around 30 or 40 metres. That big engine kicks in. But, yeah, it's a very interesting race. Uh, they certainly dominate the betting, Duke. Yeah, I, look, I actually don't mind simply lying like drawn on the outside of Nangar Nancy. I, I, I had a long chat to, um, to Jason Magri on on Friday night about a number of things, including sipping Kansas. I'll fill you in on that later. But um, he said his box manners have always, always been risky. And, and as I say, we saw Nangar Nancy come out running uh, in her heat, and, or in the semi-final, I should say. And Simply Limelight, I think, uh, as could well be the case in the Golden Easter Egg final battle, if Simply Limelight gets onto the shoulder of Nangar Nancy, I've got no doubt uh, it's, a, it's a far superior greyhound. Um, Box six, always tricky, uh, particularly with maiden greyhounds. Um, you spoke about zipping Novak. He handled himself really well after getting in trouble. He is the obvious danger. He does draw well in box number two. It, it'd be great to see Simply Limelight out in front and Novak on his heels down the back straight. Yeah, it'll be a race and a half. I, I don't think he'd run him down. I don't think he'd run him down on the uh, run home times. So I think uh, yeah, the start is all important here. You don't have to be Einstein to to uh, provide that uh, insight. But I'm leaning towards Zipping Novak purely and simply due to the box draw, drawn nearer to the inside and whether simply Limelight can get across. I do concede that, yeah, Nangar Nancy could give him that beautiful cut across if he does or if she does and he gets into a clear second around that first term. It's game set and match. He should just win. Zipping Novak can't give him too far. I actually don't think he can give him a start to beat him. 
Yeah, I'm with Simply Limelight. Uh, he ran second to Doonan a couple of times there, running 29.71, beating an eyelash. He then ran that 29.70. He's got the time on the board. And for me, as I say, if he can get through that first turn unscathed, I think he's too good. That is race number one on the card, which kicks off at 6.08 p.m. local time. Let's head across to race three, Timmy. Uh, the Ultrasense final. Gee whiz, if you've ever seen a greyhound perfectly drawn, it is Castle <laughs> Warrior in box uh, number one. Uh, again, good beginner, good railer, you know, won the Group 2 Bull Eye Gold Cup. And, and we said last week he was the best graded runner of the, the heats of this event. But more so the fact that Opal Warrior, a speedy chaser, right hand turn straight out of the box. Yeah, she's a screaming wide runner. Oh, he's drawn to get. Well, he's he's the best drawn greyhound at the race uh, at the race meeting, Duke. Uh, he's going to get every chance to roll to the top and be very hard to run down. He ran twenty nine ninety five, leading all of the way in his heat. And I'll tell you what, he didn't begin like he can. He was only fairly away then, didn't he? Get on his bike five forty four, the opening fraction. If he begins clean, he can easily get down to the five mid five thirty fives or thereabouts, mid five thirties. He's been in the money in all five runs at Wenny Park, drawn for an unbelievable run. Go back two runs ago, he was uh, a gallant third behind She's a Pearl in the uh, Tamora Cup. And led He's her drawn. up in that race too, Batla. Yeah, he did. He, exactly right. Exactly right. He's just drawn to win the race. I'm in his corner due to that box draw. Um, Lock and Valona was ultra impressive, Duke. Uh, he, he, he was fantastic on debut of the track, running 29.70. But he's got to get across from that wide alley. Uh, and she, Savage, probably gives him, gives him that chance to get across. But I just can't go past Castle Warrior. I think he's drawn to lead the race. And if he leads, he should have a, you know, more than likely have a, a pacey greyhound trying to run him down as far as a she, Savage or, or an Opal model. And I don't think they can run him down. I'm not sure whether Lock and Marlona can get across. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in his corner. He's just got that gun draw. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing punish should be wary of. To me, I was out there on Friday night with the heats and there was an absolute howling wind, right? Mm. But it was a howling wind only with certain races. Um, I remember when Lock and Barlona uh, went around running 29.70 first up, it was quite calm. But a couple of those later races, uh, there, there was a very strong headwind that the, some of those greyhounds were racing into. So the times could be a little bit misleading. Uh, where's Rocky? He came back from a golden Easter egg heat. He appreciated that class drop, but he draws a terrible box in, mm. in box number six. He's got a stack of abilities, a 29.73 dog there. But you're right, Lock and Barlona was impressive. The problem is now he steps up in that grade a little bit. I know it's the same graded runners, but we're talking Castle Warrior, who's won a, a group two for mm. like Gold Cup. Yeah, spot on. And uh, got to get across from a, a wide alley. And it's not easy when you've got pacey greyhounds, which he's got in this race underneath him. So he could get hung out to dry at that first turn. Although she's savage, does want to get to the rails. Yeah, it, it, it all points to Castle Warrior for mine. I think he'll be a I think he'll be a dominant favourite. If I was going to back Castle Warrior, I'd be backing him now. Uh, I think he'll be the, the probably one of the most well-backed runners all evening because any everyone who sits down and does their replays and videos will come up with him for sure. I think he'll start a clear favourite, Duke. Yep, $15,000 to the winner of the Ultrasense. Race five on the card at Wentworth Park this Saturday night is the new sensation final. Timmy, $40,000 to the winner of this event. Very, very good race coming up. Doonan draws box number one where he absolutely wants to be. 
Uh, we've got the likes of Good Odds Emma. Of course, French Martini, who was three for three for Peter Lagosiani. Uh, she won the Robert Smith Memorial Maiden at the Gardens and then went to Wendy last week uh, and won her heat running 29.97. I'll tell you the greyhound that really impressed me, and that was Divine Empress, prepared mm. by a young lady in Carla Cottrell uh, from Victoria, who, let me tell you, speaks so eloquently uh, when it comes to her greyhounds. She knows them inside out. Uh, she's a joy, as I say, to interview. Uh, and Divine Empress, the big kicker here with Divine Empress, she was a $1.50 favourite to win the laurels at Sandown Park, which idolised one. Yeah, yeah uh, she's always had a big rap on her. Oh, she's always had a pretty big boom on her, uh, Divine Empress. Uh, she was ultra impressive. Had she been at the track, Duke? Had she trialled? She'd had a box to box. Uh, Kayla had brought her up, I think she said about 10 days beforehand. Uh, so she'd had a box to box there. Um, but again, you know, just the way that she handled herself, she began well, she was strong in the middle and back sections. I know she draws a tricky box, but again, take that line through that Sandown Park laurels, Idolise, who is, uh, I think, equal second favourite, around $5 for the golden Easter egg. Uh, well, in that race, she was a she was $1.50 favourite Divine Empress to beat Idolise. I know they only had five or six starts at that time, but that gives you an indication of the ability that she's got. Yeah, she's not too badly drawn either with uh, Forever Thankful drawn on her outside uh, because she's a w wide runner. So she'll give her that room to move in the early stage. The Yukon girl is generally a railer, so she should get the room to move in the early part. Yeah, uh, 5.59, the opening fraction. Look, if she begins cleanly, better than what she did, and I think she can begin better than what she did in the heat, she could easily get down to 5.40s uh, to the first mark. So you're up leading if you're running those uh, times in the early stages. Look, I've landed on Doonan due to that perfect draw. You alluded to that he was well drawn on the rails. He's a mad case for the rails. He's run 29.71 around the track. He's five out of six track and trip. Perfect draw, plenty of pace in the centre. They'll be all charging over it. There's any bumping and jostling through the first turn. He could be Johnny on the spot, back on the rails, minding his own business, parking third or fourth, uh, and he'll be really strong through that middle part. And in the latter stages, he, he finds the line super. I think at the value in the early betting is around the $5 mark. I think he's a great gamble, Doonan. Yeah. I, I spoke to Andy a couple of, or oh, after his heat win, and I, and I said, you know, you're worried about that sort of loss of early pace. And he goes, he doesn't think that he's lost the early pace. It's just that he's racing superior greyhounds mm. now and he's being shown up. Um, you know, he's not brilliant, brilliant at box rise. He handles himself well. But uh, I, I thought the best part of Doonan's win was, as I say, the way that he manoeuvred himself into that first turn mm. and found himself on the fence and then charged after them. And, Look, when you're running 29 sevens and that, Timmy, you're awfully tough to beat. Um, Divine Empress for me, 29 23 at Sandown Park, uh, 29 30 there, two runs back. She runs around that 5 0 mark, uh, 5 0 first split there. Um, I, I do concede, as you do, that, you know, Doonan is beautifully boxed. Mm. I just thought she was a greyhound that, with that one run under her belt, the box oh. box trial, she, she can make that ascension up. Yeah, she can improve two tenths in that opening fraction, Duke. Five fifty nine. She can run five forties, and there, if she does that, she's running twenty, running twenty nine seventy odd uh, on the lure. Gee, you're hard to run down, even if Doonan just gets straight there to second. So, yeah, look, this is a it's a really good betting race. I think there'll be a lot of different opinions here. Good odds, Emma. How can you knock her? She's probably just got that tricky draw. 
We haven't really mentioned French Martini. Three for three, 29-2 at the Gardens on debut near track record. Uh, and she was, I'd say her win was a, a gritty, determined win. She yep. got the job done without that flashing uh, flashing light. Say, oh, what a super young greyhound coming through. We know she's a, she's a super talent. And who knows what she'll get down to in time around Whitworth Park. But she will have her work getting across from the wide alley in a race which has got a lot of pace in it. I Underneath think. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I subscribe to that as well, mate. There's no doubting the potential of her. Yeah. Um, but box eight, she's taking on more experienced greyhounds and I think greyhounds that can lead her in that run. Of the, like for her to cross them in the run to the first turn, she'll have to be running low five, you know, mid to low 530s. Mm. I don't know if she can do that. Good odds Emma has got pace to buy an Empress, Yuko girl. Um, and, and, and forever thankful won't give her an inch in the drive to the first. So she ran 546. Uh, she's run 539 two runs ago. Yeah. And she'll she'll stay straight in the drive to the first corner. So, yeah, she's she's going to find it difficult to get across. But, oh, she's, she's a super talent, Duke. We, you got, well, I know I know how big a rap Peter's got on her. Um, who, who knows where she'll end up in the big races in the next couple of months. Yeah, I'm with Divine Empress in the new sensation final. Timmy, you're sticking solid with Duna? Yeah, I've got to be with Duna. I love the draw, and I think he's absolutely airborne. And if there's any jostling in the middle boxes, he could be right there to pounce. Seven at Wentworth Park this Saturday night, one of our time-honoured events, the Group 1 Association Cup final. Like the Golden Easter Egg, this race has been won by some of our absolute staying champions uh, over the past 50-odd years or so now. Um, Zipping Kansas went into his heat last week as a raging hot favourite off the back of a track record run at Bulleye, a brilliant win at uh, Sandown Park and an amazing debut performance at Wenny. But it just proved to me, no matter whether it's a 300, 400, 500, 600 or 700, when you're racing elite greyhounds, you can't afford to make mistakes like missing the start and that brought him undone uh, in last week's heat. Yeah, nailed it, Duke. You can't bomb the jump like that when you're, when you're taking on the big boys and girls. Uh, he did get a nice run through though when he did hit the ground he got straight to second and I've got to say when he came down the home running the first time and he, he, he moved up a challenge for Pungaroovi I thought it was just a little bit disappointing there I thought he would have gone straight past with the acceleration he's got mid-race and then I knew she'd stick with him and she'd keep coming I, you know I thought she was a chance of still you know running him down even if he did go straight to the you know go to the top with a, a lap or a little under to go so I thought it was a little disappointing mid-race. Uh, but in saying that, he had to work. He had to work to get there. That's the, that's the problem, mate, yeah. And, and rather than bang straight to the top and then run those blinding figures, which we know he's capable of. Uh, I'll tell you what, she's just a ripper of Mpunga Ruby. Um, she probably doesn't get the accolades she rightly deserves. She made him work. She made him work. She had him off the pivot on the top turn and... She was coming away late. She loves Sydney. She's won three out of four. Uh, she's got a similar draw to what she had in the heat. Uh, bit of pace in two and three, though, Duke. Again, this is another race. Two, three, four, uh, five and six are probably all capable of leading the race. So it'll be an interesting run to the first turn. Zipping Kansas, I've got to say, he cannot afford to, to do what he did last week because if he does... It's all over. Hey, Battler, why don't I speak to Jeff Britton and ask him how the week has been with Mapunga Ruby and also with Hank the Hustler, 
They've got boxes four and three respectively in the Association Cup final on Saturday night. Jeff Britton, thanks for joining us on Behind the Boxes. You must have been really impressed with the way Mpunga Ruby uh, took care of zipping Kansas in a much hyped up heat on Saturday night, mate. Yeah, look, it's, uh, it was a really nice surprise. Uh, you know, when the, the dog ranged up beside Ruby, I just thought, oh, she's running for second. And uh, she, uh, just the way she fought on and kicked on, I was just really happy with her run. Of course, we last saw her here in January when she won the summer distance plate, she won a group one race since then. Has, has she surprised you the way that she's really stepped up to that, that next level and next gear? Yeah, look, she probably stepped up a while back and uh, she just wasn't winning the... She, she was favourite in a lot of, you know, group races and things like that and just wasn't performing in those races. You know, just certain things went wrong with her and uh, you know, there's a dog in this race called Gypsy Wyong and Gypsy Wyong always seemed to have the wood on her. And uh, so, um, you know, look, I think when she won a group one, I thought really she really did deserve one. And, and again, she draws box four on, on Saturday night. Jeff Sipping Kansas draws beside her. There's pace from Super Estrella in box two. Uh, Ruby, will she'll come out running again because that's the way that she runs her races. Yeah, look, she'll, she'll have to get out well because, uh, you know, the, as you say, Super Estrella gets out well. And uh, the thing about it, I think Hank the Hustle is on the right side of her this time. I've seen her, you know, where they've been around the other way and uh, they've run into each other. So... Uh, I'm thinking Hank will uh, cut to the fence and Ruby will run straight and, and just hope that's the way it works out. All right. Let's talk briefly about Hank the Hustler. Uh, he's been to Wendy a few times now. He's got down to around that 41.9 mark, finished second behind Super Estrella. Uh, he had box eight, but he does move to box three yeah. on Saturday night, Jeff. Yeah, no, look, he seems to go well at Wentworth Park. And, uh, and I think the other night he took a bit of time to get round a dog and uh, just took his momentum a little bit when he passed the, the second dog. And and uh, so I think he would have finished a lot closer to Super Australia. And uh, so I, I think he's a, a good chance for a place. All right. How are the confidence levels heading into it? Of course, it is a group one race. Um, you know, we've got the, the best of the best, uh, particularly our stayers. Uh, Zipping Kansas had that boom on it. Ruby lowered it last week. Can she do it again this week? Well, I, I hope so, but it's... Uh, you know, like Zipping Kansas missed it last week and, uh, you know, whether, depending on how he gets out and, uh, you know, I, look, she surprised me last week. I, I just thought the way the dog was running up to her and he was really going to go past her and the way she kicked, I really, I was really happy with the run and, uh, you know, whether the dog had an off night, I don't know, but it's, uh, we'll find out once he gets a bit, a few more runs under his belt and, uh, uh, look, if it goes on the story of last week, she should go well. And uh, But as I say, you know, you've got an up-and-coming stayer. Um, you don't know. Sometimes a, a run before could take the edge off or whether that run, you don't know. So, um, you know, look, I, I just hope it runs like, plays like last week. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> hey, it could be a big night for Victoria. You know, chances in all our feature races. Uh, mate, good luck. Uh, are, you, are you coming up this week, Jeff? Yeah, I am. It's, uh, yeah, I've entered a couple of other dogs to go up there, so oh, I better, better go and give Craig a hand my handler. He did a sterling job last week, mate. Hey, best of luck, and uh, we'll catch you trackside on Saturday, buddy. No worries. Thanks, Mark.
of course, she she took out the summer distance plates uh, in January, Timmy. Um, and again, I, look, I spoke to Jace, um, Jason Magri on Friday night and also on Saturday night. We're talking at length about sipping Kansas and his greatest concern, uh, notwithstanding the fact that he was fresh going into that that race and he will be better off, much better off with that 700 under his belt. Uh, but boxman, as he said, they've been his concerns since day dot. I mean, he's a 29 four dog over the sprint. Um, but like I said to you, when you're racing the elite greyhounds, she is a group one winner and, and a dog that's run 4164 at Wenny. Yeah, uh, you can't, you, you just can't afford to give them three or four length start, have that gut buster to race up near them and then have something left in the tank for the back end. Yeah, yeah, you're right there, Duke. But there's missing the kick and then, then there's missing the kick. Now, he really missed it. He completely and utterly bombed it. Uh, he's just got to get back to beginning on terms. Even if he misses it half to, you know, a neck to a half length, that acceleration for the first couple of hundred three, 400 even, uh, is where I think he can win the race. Uh, I don't like his price, and I think he'll get out, uh, currently around the $1.90 mark, but I've got to stick with him, Duke. I, I'm, I'm in the Zipping Kansas fan club, and I don't want to drop off after one probably little disappointing run, but uh, he had excuses. Uh, I, I've got to be with him, but I'll tell you what, Mapunga Ruby, uh, she could easily just go bang straight to the top and win again. Super Estrella, she was outstanding. She'll be better for the run over the 700 metres. Hank the Hustler, he was he was okay uh, when he finished runner-up behind Super Estrella. And I just get this feeling, Stanley Road is the big, big overs. His run was better on Saturday night. He, he got a bit of pressure in the early stages. But I love the final 40 or 50 metres is really attacking the line. Uh, and he's got to be, uh, he's got to be a saver bet, no matter what you do in this race. When Stanley Road is going around at 10, 11, 12 dollars, he's drawn box one. The race is going to be run to suit with a heap of speed. They could bump and soften each other up. He's the definite knockout greyhound, Stanley Road, but I'm in the corner of ours uh, in Kansas. I'm with Mapunga Ruby. Uh, as I said, she's been there, she's done it. Uh, and that's what I like about Greyhounds, uh, you know, particularly in Group 1 events where, where you want to see them actually do it. I've got no, I, I'm no knock on Zipping Kansas in the sense that, you know, I think he's now, now you know, potential, you know, top-line chaser as far as our staying ranks are concerned. But I want to see him do it against Group 1 dogs. And you always want to see them do it. Um, Super Estrella, Timmy, uh, I spoke to David Smith after the race. Uh, again, he was worried that she hadn't had enough miles under her uh, inner legs, but she handled herself really well, ran 42-1. She'll trim that time up. And, and as you mentioned, Stanley Road, look, he, it's a lot of people know he got badly fought at the Meadows. His confidence mm. was dented. He's run two starts back an hour behind Super Australian, or a 600 was good. He flashed home there. And then, as you mentioned, the last 40 or 50 metres last Saturday mm. night, it was a little bit of the Stanley Road of old. Um, taking on some really big guns this week as far as greyhounds that are still on the up. Um, and as Gaddy said last week, he's, he's at the back end of his career. Mm. This, there's so many different scenarios to this race. Uh, it, it promises to be a cracker. $75,000 to the winner. You're sticking solid with Sipping Kansas. I'm with Mapunga Ruby. That is the Group 1 Association Cup this Saturday night at Wentworth Park. And, of course, that leads us into the big one, the Group 1 Ladbrokes Golden Easter Egg Final for 2022 
$250,000 to the winner, Timmy. Uh, box draws, look, they make or break dogs. They make or break big race finals. Lewis Rumble comes up with one. Takakartik, a wide runner in two. Fantastic Raven three. Idolise the Victorian who just loves Wentworth Park in four. The pre-post series favourite, she's a pearl, draws five. Speedy beginner, Mitchell Street in six. Good odds cash, she's my value, smoky bet. Uh, she draws box seven. And Zara's Ivan in box number eight. Battler, what... Let, let's just track the rise of She's a Pearl, you know, in the last two or three months. Uh, just absolutely phenomenal. Oh, yeah, she's an absolute beauty. She actually come on my, not my radar, but she was flying at the back end of November last year and she was running 29.60 odds. And I was actually shocked that she didn't go toward the Dapdo Megastar, just knowing she'd be perfectly suited around Dapdo, being a Group 1 race. And... Uh, Peter at the time training elected to go, I think, come back to Winnie at the time. So she's always had the ability, but she's just gone to another level. She's right in the zone that's, you know, uh, she's in another hemisphere at the moment, what she's doing. Uh, you know, Timmy, <laughs> sorry, mate, I don't mean to interrupt, but, but the thing that's got me about her last few runs is that she's running two and three tenths faster on the same track, same yeah. conditions. She's running two, three, four tenths faster than, than the other greyhounds in, the, in this event. Um, that's that's where you sort of think, whoa, she is she is that next level. She's getting to the next level, yeah, yeah. 29 falls on tracks, which are conducive to flying, flying times. Uh, she does it a box rise. She's got that amazing early and mid-race pace, and she's getting that little bit stronger at the end. And you've got to be strong, you know, when you're running 29 falls around Woodworth Park. Seven seven run home the other night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, in saying all of that, though, I don't think she could have come up with a worse draw. Um, Idolised directly underneath her, and Mitchell Street, who's a high-speed greyhound, uh, on her outside. If both of those greyhounds begin, uh, she's really got to come out running and. and it's going to be hard to burn Idolise off. Saying that, if, if, if Idolise did lead and she got straight there second, she could run her down. Yeah. Idolise couldn't run She's a Pearl down. But she's a Pearl could run Idolise down and, uh, and, and she could run Mitchell Street down if he actually got across as well. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, normally for a greyhound like She's a Pearl, I'd say box five at Weddy Park is ideal. I know it's a big group one, but um it just depends how they're all drawn and i think this is a very very tricky draw right. uh let's hey timmy before we go on let's relive all the action from the four semi-finals we'll also hear from some of the owners and trainers after the box draw is conducted the first semi of the golden easter egg favorite box three and they're ready to run now set and they're racing and idolised. She exploded away and let it by three lengths at the judge from Zara's Ivan and Lala Kiwi. Fourth on the rails is Hold Me Up and Out Wider is analysing. They're followed Zippy Tesla, Fergie Pepper. Check last wicket flash. Idolised down the back. She leads it by two. Zara's Ivan stalks her in second. They're clear of Lala Kiwi and then Hold Me Up and analysing. At the home turn, it's Idolised. Still two lengths in front. Zara's Ivan makes no impression. Idolised does it all the way. Scored a length and a half, Zara's Ivan. Box four for Idolised. 
You have Shiza Pearl on your outside. How do you how do you read the early stages of this race? Look, it's it's not great, but it's not as bad. Having drawn inside uh, Shiza Pearl, I think makes it a bit better. But um, she's just got to do everything right again next week. She's uh, it's a quality field, so it's not going to be easy. We've seen her in the heat and the semi-final. We saw her in the futurity. Those bomb-proof box manners, they they really carry her into a race. Yeah, and she did it tonight, didn't she? She did. She does it yeah, when you need to. Last week, like I said, she missed it a little bit and then drove up. This week, she just pinged. Um, so if she can do the same thing, she puts herself right in the race. Set to run, race six. And they're racing now. Beginning well wide out here, Dash to Sand, good odds cash out quickly, and Lewis Rumble punched hard up along the rail, and Lewis Rumble will lead from Dash to Sand, and good odds cash wider, Sally's Reward fourth on the rails, and Zipping Kyrgios, they're followed well back, Decimate, Webleck Jet last, Handsome Rhino, off the back straight, it's Lewis Rumble a length in front, good odds cash, she cut back to the rail, she's running on strongly, around the turn, it's Lewis Rumble three quarters, good odds cash gets her chance, Lewis Rumble finds, Lewis Rumble beat good odds cash. Frank Hurst with Good odds cash, box seven. You didn't want box eight, so it's one box better. It is. How's Glass the, half full. How is the confidence after tonight's heat, Frank? Oh, mate, she's a great bitch. You, you, she could win any race she goes in, but they, she gets handicapped with a box draw all the time. Through, you know, just bad luck. She's a pearl, a pre-post favourite. was dynamic tonight. She's the one to beat in your view? Oh, absolutely. It's a, you know, wouldn't matter what box it came out of, sort of thing, because it, you know, it'll probably lead anyway. Semi number three, race seven, and they're racing now. Fantastic Raven away, just fairly down on the inside. Mitchell Street out fast, carves over, leads at the first corner from Fantastic Raven. In third placing, Equalizer, nice and handy, the outside of Wow. There followed by Boston Garden getting up on the inside. Next, Arctic Kingdom, our mechanic and Chase Me Honey. Off the back straight, it's still Mitchell Street. A length and a half in front of Fantastic Raven. Equalizer's run up behind them, then Wow. Fantastic Raven comes back at Mitchell Street, and Fantastic Raven beat Mitchell. Street. April McKay from the Jason McKay Kennel, Fantastic Raven draws box three. What was the chat between you and Dad after that box draw? Ah, uh, no, he's happy with it. We wanted to draw under uh, under Idolise and She's a Pearl, and we got box three, and we're happy with that. So he's confident coming into next week's final. Confident, yeah, just because we're under four and five. One dollar twenty-eight. She's a Pearl. She bounces from box number two. They're ready. And they're racing now, and she jumped fast, she's a pearl, she'll spear forward, she'll lead it early. From Takakardic into second placing, third now is Ties That Bind. Fourth, Zipping Pearson, they're followed by Coast Model. Next came Redeem Our Cash, well back Chrissy Banner and Dindy Matilda. But she's a pearl off the back, she left them standing. She put up seven or eight lengths, Takakardic, then Ties That Bind and Zipping Pearson. But around the home turn, it's all she's a pearl, eight in a row, and the favourite for the egg final next week. She's a Pearl by eight links. Takakati can ties that by. Joe Lanuti, one of the owners of She's a Pearl. Must be a massive thrill after her performances here in the heat in the semi-final. Yeah, absolutely. Just a, your dream of this, Mark. It's our second egg with uh, Crash Bandicoot. Now She's a Pearl, but this is a realistic chance here uh, next Saturday and uh, just good to get a big group of owners in. They're all going to come in next week and we think we're alive home. I can tell you, I just spoke to Andy Lord and I told him straight away that you had box five and he goes, doesn't matter, we still win. <laughs> you don't want to see the message he sent me pre-box draw, Mark, I'll tell you that much. Um, you know, growing up, I was always told box five at Wenny for good beginners, they just spear out of the gut. So 
It's the colour yellow. They tell me it's right, so that'll do us. And again, she's been breaking their hearts, Joe. She, she's got that sizzling early pace, but then a middle and a back section's just as good. Yeah, well, the 13-6, 17-6. I, I reckon uh, I didn't want to draw underneath Idolise. To be outside of her is fantastic. She looks bomb-proof out of the lid, so hopefully we get clear running, we can chase her, and it's just game on up the back, but we're allowed to dream. Kayla Jane Coleman with Taka Cardi. You've drawn box two in a golden Easter egg. How's the confidence level? Oh, I don't care, Duke. Like, two and six were left over, and we always draw box six in group finals. Not, well, I don't really make group finals, but we, um, we always draw six in group finals and have never have any luck. So it wasn't six. That's the main thing. <laughs> All the paces drawn in the middle of the field? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, now I'm probably hoping I had the six because just follow them across. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting with them two um, heading into the first corner together, whether they they take each other out or not. We, we won't know till next week, but can run the race over 100 times. It doesn't matter. I'm in it. <laughs> How's the week going to be for, firstly, Takakartik and secondly, for yourself? Um, yeah, I don't... I know I've been... Like, I haven't been in these races long, but I've been around long enough that nothing changes. Everything's the same. He has no idea what's coming ahead, so it's just a fifth grade to him. Some very excited owners and trainers with runners heading into this week's Ladbrokes Golden Easter Egg final, and as Timmy and I have just been discussing, She's a Pearl is the pre-post favourite. Joining us now... On behind the boxes is Jody Lord's partner, Andy Lord. Andy, I've got to ask you first up, how did She's a Pearl pull up after that brilliant semi-final win? Pulls up the same every week. I mean, she's just probably the perfect dog that way, you know. Uh, let's talk about how she's risen through the grades and she's become New South Wales top sprinter, one of the best sprinters in, in Australia. Of course, um, you purchased her for for a syndicate from Peter Sims. Uh, she was literally a grade five dog at that, at that time, Andy. Yeah, no, she was going good for Simsy. I mean, I liked her because she had early pace, but um, I suppose no one knows, you know, until, and she wasn't really, she was probably, I haven't had her that long, so she was probably a little bit over two, but um, that's the risk you take when you buy them sort of dogs, you know, whether they're going to take the next step, and she did, so. You know, she, she ended up running home a bit quicker than she normally did, and she, she's turned into a really good dog, so. What's impressed you the most about her, mate, um, with her wins in the heat and the semi-final? Uh, probably, the you know, more the, the Tamora Cup win was very good. I mean, there were some really good dogs in that, and she missed the kick, and she proved that she could come from behind, because, I mean, most, most times you only ever see her in front, but, um, look, she loves Wentworth Park, and... That's what you want from any dog at the moment, you know, I mean, especially with the big races coming up. But uh, And I'll be interested to see after the egg and the million dollar chase when we take her away, how she handles tracks like the Meadows and Sandown. And, but she is a foolproof dog. Let's talk about the final. She draws box five, of course. Uh, Idolise on her inside with early pace. Mitchell Street on her outside. How do you read this race in the early stages in that run to the all-important first turn? Well, everybody seemed to think that I should have drawn inside Idolise, but I've watched all the replays. And I don't think it really matters. I mean, even Mitchell Street, he will slowly come across, but he's got plenty of pace and, you know, and he's a, he, he's an old-season dog and he knows what to do and he ain't going to whack himself if he doesn't have to. And Idolise, she's just a brilliant beginner. And while she, she's not a, a true railer, she does creep over to the fence and probably stays the length off the fence. But um, I, I just my bitch just runs straight. So she just knows to jump and run and go straight. So, I mean, they're probably all well boxed. Yeah, I mean, Frankie Hurst bitch out in the pink, 
I think she's in the pink. Um, uh, box seven, I think yeah. She's got a chance too, you know. Yeah, particularly in, um, you know, if, if there is a bit of trouble on the inside. Of course, Andy, if she wins uh, the Golden Easter Egg on Saturday night, she gets that free ticket into the semifinals of the Million Dollar Chase. And then really, uh, the world's her oyster. I mean, we all love a good beginner who can run a strong 500 out. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with any speed dog is, is if they can do it at both ends, and she can, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I mean, Idolise is getting stronger. But them type of bitches, even dogs that, that have got so much brilliant early pace and a, and a big metal section, if they can finish the race off, that's you're starting to talk Fernando Bale stuff. You know, I mean, that, that's what makes champions. And, you know, if she, if she wins the egg or, and qualify, well, obviously we go into the semis, but if not, we'll qualify through the heats of, at Wentworth Park, you know. Yeah. All right, mate. She draws box five. She's done everything that you could possibly ask of her. I, I know you and Joes would love to win this race. Uh, best of luck on Saturday night, mate. Let's hope she comes out humming for you. Thanks, mate. Well, Timmy, as always, Annie and Jody, they've got plenty of confidence about their chases, particularly she's a pearl. I've got her on top. Um, as I say, just the last, oh, how many last eight or nine wins? They've been outstanding. Tomorrow, Cup, 29-4s at Wenty on tracks that weren't conducive to, to that. I, I Look, again, you don't have to be Einstein. You can tell it's not a great draw if Mitchell Street comes out. But if you go back to his heat, he didn't actually step that quick. He then went fast, but he didn't begin quick. She's become faultless running those 5.30s to the first mark. Um, I, I, I just think she, if she doesn't lead idolise, she can sit on her outside and run her down. Uh, as I said previously, my Smokey, I thought was good odds cash. With all that pace underneath, um, good odds cash will run that straight line to the first turn. And, and if there is trouble, if there is a squeeze up, she may just get the fly down the outside. Lewis Rumble off box one. I mean, he's done nothing wrong. He hasn't he hasn't put the time on the board in his heat or semi, but but he's won both of them. He comes up with box one in the Golden Easter Egg. Yeah, and a wide runner in Takakari yeah. drawn on his immediate outside. Um, I'm going to say he's at a big, big price. He's a big drifter in the semi-final. Um, I know good odds cash was well uh, well back, but gee, he got out to a very backable price, Lewis Rumble. Uh, look, I'm with I'm with Idolize. I I just don't think there should be such a bigger difference between the five dollars about idolize and the dollar ninety about she's a pearl. She's a pearl should be favourite, no doubt at all, around the even money mark for mine. But I think idolize is probably a three dollar sixty chance, and I think she's great value at the moment. She's taken over with Park like a duck to water. She's nailing the jump. She ran five thirty that opening fraction in the semi final. If she does that, I think she leads at the first turn with She's a Pearl on her outside, Mitchell Street coming across. And if she can just sort of sneak away into the back, um, I think she can pinch the golden Easter egg jerk. Uh, you know, Peter Prasuto's done an amazing job with her. We were on track when she came up for the uh, for the futurity um, earlier in the year. And I think we said to Peter at the time, gee, you know, there's some big races coming up here. Yeah, this is did. one track that you want your little girl to be absolutely uh, in love with, and that she is. Uh, I'll come up with her, and in the end, it's it's just a price price factor. She's five dollars. She's a pearls. You know that dollar ninety mark. Uh, she's clearly the wonder boot. She's a pearl. She's an absolute belter. She's a ripper. Um, my knockout greyhounds, fantastic raven. Uh, she's she's firing on all cylinders. 
she's one of the stronger greyhounds of the race, Duke. So if there is anything, good sitting behind them, but yeah, she's just got to dodge Takakadi yep. in the uh, in the first thirty or forty, but she could beat him out or even miss it and then duck back to the rails and might get a little run through. Uh, look, I'd, I, she would need a little bit of trouble to win the race, but she'll go around at double figures. So I think she's probably a, a saver bet in the race if you wanted to play it that way. But yeah, I, I'm in the corner of the Victorian idolise. All right, let's go through on runner by runner. Very quick summation. Uh, Lewis Rumble draws box one. Great draw underneath Takakadik. He's probably at a, at a silly price around the $8. I could actually have something on him. Takakadik, won a heat at $51. He'll start a similar price in the final in box two. As we mentioned, he's a, he's a, a greyhound that does take a step right and does want to race off the track. Fairy tale story if he happens to win for, for Kayla and Sean. I'd love to see him win. I'd love to see him win. Uh, they're good friends, Kayla and Sean. But I think he's got his work cut out. I think Kayla's just happy to be there, Duke. Yeah, fantastic Raven for uh, Macca. Of course, he won a golden Easter egg with Zipping Bailey. Uh, she ran second in that country classic behind uh, Zipping Curios, and then she's done nothing wrong in both the heat and semi-final win. Yeah, best roughy in the race. Uh, as I just mentioned, I think she can definitely win the race. She will need a little bit of jostling in front, but she's a she's a great knockout chance at double figures. Idolise and she's a pearl we've dissected. Mitchell Street for Jetta Cutley. Uh, draws box six. Uh, will show early toe. He will. I actually said to a friend of mine who wanted a, a pre-post bet in the series last week, I said, I, I said, back at Idolize at the $15 or thereabouts. And I said, throw something on Mitchell Street to run a hole, run a place at $28 in the final. Lo and behold, he's actually made it through. Like, I don't think he can win the race because uh, I, I just don't think he can get down to the 29.7s, which will be required to win it or even 29.6s. But if he happened to come out running and lead, he could run, run a very tricky race, and, tricky race and fall into a minor position. Good odds cash is my knockout chance. As I said, I, I, I know Frankie desperately didn't want box eight. I said to him, well, you've drawn seven. It's one better. He gave me that look that Frankie <laughs> did sometimes. <laughs> to say, Are you serious, boy? Um, <laughs> but I, I just as I said with six, five, four, all showing good pace and wanting to hunt across. If she comes out with them and there is a bit of trouble, uh, you know, I think she's a, a definite chance. She's a 29, six pitch there. Um, I, I'm definitely going to throw her in and I'm going to have something on her at the price as well. Yeah, no, knock at all on her. Uh, she's she's a classy bitch. She's come back from a spell in outstanding fashion. She took the Maitland Cup a couple of, well, three runs ago. Uh, she's been great in her both runs in the, in the series. The little issue is she, she can she get across? She does need that, that bumping and jostling underneath her. And Zara's Ivan draws box eight, uh, finished second behind Idolise. Only beaten a length and a half, Timmy, uh, ran 29.73. Uh, look, I, I think he, need, he does need to draw inside. He's drawn on the wrong side of the track. And not only on the wrong side of the track, he's got unbelievably high-speed greyhounds in four, five, six, and even good odds cash and can, can run low 540s to the mark. I, I just don't know how he can actually win the race. Well, just like the Association Cup, the Labrakes Golden Easter Egg final, uh, it is a race of, of so many different possible scenarios. What happens one or two strides out of out of uh, the boxes will well determine who wins this event. And uh, we go back to the likes of Ultra Sense and Rapid Journey and these greyhounds that that etch their name into the history books. Timmy, another one will do that on Saturday night. We are lucky enough to be trackside for what will be a super Saturday of greyhound racing at Wentworth Park. We've got a full live stream going. 
You can view it through the dogs.com.au website and also through our Facebook, our live Facebook site. But like you, mate, I'm I'm a kid in a candy shop. I, I can't wait for this night. Yeah, Crackerjack night. We can't wait to get there, Duke. Champagne racing in Sydney town. We just hope this goddamn weather can ease up because the forecast looks pretty ordinary at this point in time, but they've been wrong before. We can only hope they're wrong again this week. All right. As I mentioned, Timmy, I'm going to Broken Hill on Sunday. You'll be mm. you know, poolside, probably in North <laughs> Rock's mansion. Right? Um, so it's time to say goodbye to you because I'm now going to dissect the Broken Hill Cup, which promises to be a boomer night this Sunday night. Battler, I'll see you at Wendy on Saturday. Looking forward to it, Duke. ta -da. Well, history was made at Broken Hill last week with our first ever tab meeting, our first ever televised meeting at Broken Hill. We had heats of the Broken Hill Cup as well as the Sportsbet Richest Outback Outback Maiden Series. And joining us, our form expert from Broken Hill, <laughs> Tegan Gray. G'day, Teagues. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Now, first off, well done. Your second tip in the first race last week in a heat of the Sportsbet Outback Maiden, $81. Thank you very much. How did the locals react to that? Yeah, I can tell you it was, I'd actually sent chills down the spine when she hit the lead going up the back and the crowd just erupted and there was, you couldn't get a line up, line in the, the, to the tab and the tab went broke. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know all I kept saying was if they followed my tips, they would have been right. Exactly right. I'm, I'm here to give up that I only put them in the system, but they were all your tips. Hey, um, <laughs> Listen, the, the Sportsbed Richest Outback Maiden is the first of our features. Five and a half thousand dollars to the winner, the richest maiden ever held at Broken Hill. Smug Doug was the fastest of the qualifiers at 21.91. Also another local. Um, so it was pretty um, awesome scenes at the track, if you could say such thing, um, for Bobby Dannett's dog to pick up a heat and qualify for the final. Um, He's a very talented greyhound and drawing box two. Um, he, I can't see anything beating him. All right, so break ranks for Aaron draws three. Mystic Jewel, the other heat winner, it draws box four, but Smug Doug, uh, 17, what's that, 28. It's run around uh, four lengths far, yeah, around four lengths faster than anything else on the clock. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, in saying that though, break ranks, it was its first start um, lifetime start so it's going to improve um, but it was tardy away at the start whereas Smug Doug and Mystic Jewel they both um, led from basically go to woe you could say um, so I think he's going to have to be well on his on his game if he's going to beat them two greyhounds but in saying that you never know what can happen. You're dead right. Race five is the Blackgate Distillery Local Cup. I'm looking forward to tasting some of the local drops out there on Sunday. Uh, two heats run last week. Uh, seen better ran 21.70. And a bitch that you own, I seen he yep. right, ran 21.71. Seen better draws box seven. I seen he right draws box eight. Can you win? Can you win one of the features on a big night? Look, um, she's the track record holder in 21.60. Um, she's been coming back from an injury. So to see her do what she did on Sunday afternoon was just a static. Um, um, they're both very brilliant at the boxes. Um, seeing better can be a little um, at the end, wanting the line to come quicker. 
Yeah. Um, in saying that, I've seen Uriah drawing out in eight. I don't like the box personally because you're giving a, a lot away at the beginning but I think seeing better is going to bring I seen you right into the race um them two greyhounds I think are just um above the rest of them but in saying that it has brought together a very 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 smart field um so yeah it's been hard to tip who is going to win this but I have gone for seeing better in front of I seen you right only because of the box draw um but that- yeah as I said it's going to be very close yeah, that 375-metre uh, start, takes it's it's actually on the bend out of the home straight. And as we know, with all bend starts, you know, getting out of the boxes and, and staying out of trouble early is the key to winning a race. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, like just a little bit of a gauge on that box eight. Um, so on Sunday afternoon, I knew that she had, had jumped well. But when I watched the replay, she actually didn't get to the lead until halfway up the back straight, whereas I thought, you know, from where I was standing, that she'd got to the lead a lot sooner than what she did. So that's just a gauge on on how far, you know, you're basically out, out so wide box. from box yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah, you're nearly in the mine there at Broken Hill. Hey, yeah. listen, the big race on the card, of course, is the Globe Home Timber and Hardware Broken Hill Cup, $10,000 to the winner plus a golden ticket into the semi-finals of the Million Dollar Chase Series here at Wentworth Park at the end of this month. Uh, Troy Murray, uh, well, the <laughs> 525-metre track record holder, uh, track record went by the wayside twice last Sunday afternoon. Firstly, she's a hot shot at 30 and 28, and then came and went, ran 30 and 27. Came and went, draws box three. She's a hot shot, draws box four. The other heat winner was Manila Dusk in 30 and 60, draws box number eight. Who's your tip in the big one? I've actually gone for came and went ahead of she's a hot shot only because of the box draw. Um, You can't split them to greyhounds at all. Um, In in saying that though, Manila Manila Dusk, I've, I've been told that it does like outside and it got lost a fair bit on our track during running in his heat. So... He clocked 30 and 60 and we all, you know, had to scramble for the record books to find out what it actually was before um, the next two heats ran and it was 30 and 58. So he was very close to breaking that. So he's drawn well in eight. Um, but, yeah, she's a hot shot, broke it and then came and went. The kennel mate broke it again. So I think Troy Murray will, will um, yeah, first and second for him, I think, in front of... Uh, Teddy the Bear, um, he actually ran on well in the heat. So he's drawn the one. Um, so I think the two drawn outside of him will will cross him, but he will be very strong in the end. Yeah, and Cayman Wentz got sizzling early speed. I mean, we saw him here only a couple of weeks back in the heat of the Golden Easter Egg. Yeah. But his form at Angle Park uh, and at Gawler and then last Sunday afternoon at the Hill, he, he just comes out running. He literally yeah. comes out under the lids. Yeah, you know, like he he came from six last week and it was like he had come from box one. So I can't imagine um, he'll probably go faster this week, drawing closer to the rails. So, yeah, I I, I think the record will go again. All right. We have got a nine-event card on Sunday afternoon, first race at 5.22pm. It's free entry. Uh, We've got a stack of free giveaways from uh, Sportsbet. Thank you very much for that, Sportsbet. Great sponsors at Broken Hill. 
Uh, we've also got uh, live music on course. I am looking forward to some good old bloody outback hospitality, Teague. So am I, am I just staying at the club all night or is there somewhere else I've got to head later? Yeah, no, I, I think we're in for a party after, so it'll be great fun. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, as I said, I look forward to seeing you out there on Sunday. We're going to do a heap of stuff on our socials uh, on yep. the day. Late mails for uh, for each of the races there. So hopefully we can tip them a few more $81 winners. Yeah, well, as I said, if they all listen to me, then, yeah, they would have walked out very, very rich. Good on you, Teagues. I'll see you out on Sunday. Yeah, thank you. And that wraps up this week's episode of Behind the Box. It's been a massive show. As I said, this Saturday night, don't forget at Wentworth Park, we'll have our live stream. You can watch it on the dogs.com.au website or via our Dogs Facebook page. And then Sunday, it's a big card at Broken Hill. Nine events there. Broken Hill Cup is the feature event. I'm Mark Duclos. Until next week, good luck, good punning. I'll see you then.